0: Thanks for joining us for another great episode of the Plumbing and HVAC Internet Marketing Show. For more great tips, ideas, and strategies, be sure to subscribe at plumberseo.net. Well, hey guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's webinar. I'm really excited to be talking about a topic that there's a lot of interest in, and that's Google Home Services. Um, you know, some of you guys are in markets where you haven't really heard of Google Home Services. Others of you are in markets where it's already kind of taking over the Google search results. And um some of you have heard about it, you're just kind of trying to figure out what it's all about. So we're going to be going deep on what home services is, where it's going, in my opinion, and where, where I think it's going to be headed in the in the near future, and really what you need to do in order to capitalize in your plumbing or HVAC business. So this this training, this session is part of our your 2017 internet marketing plan. Um process. And so over the last seven months, we've been going deep on all the things you need to do in order to really maximize your lead flow online and all of the different channels that you should be plugging into. And if you missed any of those sessions, there's been one every month, so this will be our seventh session. Um, We talked about a lot of stuff so far. So you might want to go back and check some of those out, but it it really is just this digital dominance method unpacked. Um, Everything from how to set up your website as the hub where people go, to how to optimize it for conversion, how to optimize it for the search engines and organic search, how to get ranked on Google Maps, all the way through to how to leverage paid search, retargeting, and everything else. So really, this digital dominance method encompasses what you should be doing in order to really maximize your lead flow in your plumbing or HVAC business. And really where Google Home Services fits into this um, is is kind of a hybrid because um, it is now... Uh, an organic play, probably very similar to pay-per-click. And I'm going to explain how the paid model works and how you get the leads and how they charge for that. Um, and it's also kind of like a pay-per-lead service in an online directory. So it's kind of somewhere between number two and number four on our, on our list. But, um, you know, you need to be looking at the big picture and all the things that come into uh, really marketing yourself online. And that's what this digital dominance method is all about. So so let's really dive in to this whole topic of of Google Home Services. And before I start with that, I really just want you to take a second and acknowledge the atmosphere that you're in. Um, you might be in your car, you might be sitting at your desk eating lunch, and here's what I'm gonna suggest. Go ahead and turn off your cell phone, turn off Facebook unless you're watching this on a Facebook Live feed, and, and really just focus. I'm all for multitasking, but what I find is When you try and multitask, you try to send an email or write a text message or kind of scroll through your Facebook feed while learning something new, you only get about 20 to 30% of the value. And this is a game-changing thing that's happening online that's going to significantly impact your plumbing and HVAC business. So I suggest just give this your 100% attention and you'll get the most value out of the session possible. So here's what we're going to cover. First of all, I'm really going to unpack what Google Home Services is. And I'll kind of show you some live examples of where it's active, how it works, um, where it's actually active now, so the cities that it's in play, where we know it's going to be activated relatively soon, uh, how it works, kind of the logistics of how do you get added, how does Google charge for it, um, you know, how do you deal with good leads and bad leads and all that fun stuff. And then what you need to do right away if Google Services home services already in your market, and how you can prepare to be ready for Google Home Services when it does come to your area. So that's what we have on today's agenda. Uh, This is live, so I'm going to be kind of trying to bounce between the Facebook live feed and this webinar platform to answer your questions. So I probably won't be answering questions as we go, but at the end, I believe there's going to be lots of questions, so stick around to the end and we'll be able to really dive into your particular questions and try to answer them to the best of our ability. Knowing that, you know, Google hasn't given us a tremendous amount of information. Like they didn't like say, hey, here's everything that Google Home Services is. Uh, you know, we've researched, we've read the boards, we've looked at what our clients are doing within Home Services. And so we know as much as there is available and some of the unpublished details, but it's, it's not public information, exactly what they're doing with Home Services and exactly what everything Looks like. So that's my my caveat to what I'm sharing with you here today. So who am I, and why should you listen to me on this particular topic? Well, I am a Google certified partner. Um, I'm the author of the complete guide to internet marketing for plumbing contractors, as well as how to triple your sales by getting your internet marketing right. I'm an active member of the PHCC QSC Next Star Service Roundtable and ACCA. Um, I've spoken at the, the PHCC, QSC, and other industry events on the topics of internet marketing. Um, but I'd say more than any of that stuff is that I've had the opportunity to work with literally hundreds of plumbing and HVAC companies in some of the most competitive markets across the United States. And I've have been able to help a lot of them go from virtually no presence online to the point where they now dominate their local markets. And, and a lot of them have seen over a million dollars in revenue growth as a result of just getting their internet marketing strategy right. So I've had a lot of experience implementing these strategies in plumbing and HVAC businesses, just like yours. And a lot of our clients happen to be in the markets where Google Home Services is already rolled out. We were able to get them on the invited list. We were able to help them get vetted and I'm actually able to get them on, on the first page, playing the game and getting the leads in Google Home Services. So you're in the right place to get the latest information on Google Home Services, as it relates to your plumbing and or HVAC business. And this is what we do all day every day here at Plumbing and HVAC SEO. We're an internet marketing service company serving this industry. Um, and, And so if you'd like to talk with us, if you'd like to work with us and have us implement some of the other strategies that we do as well as help you with Google Home Services, we'd love to work with you. Now again, that's not the purpose of today's presentation. Some of you guys are clients and we invited you so that you could learn about home services. Uh, others of you um, just want the information, right? You understand, want to understand what it is and how it works, and so that's what I'm going to be doing is really just sharing with you everything that I know as it stands today with Google Home Services. So let's start by by answering the question: What Google Home Services is? And really, what it is is the is kind of Google's answer to Home Advisor, where you're able to. Just show up on Google and and get charged on a per lead basis for the leads that Google brings to you. And so rather than just doing static screenshots, what I want to do is pull up a live search result where you guys can see Google Home Services in action. And so right now, Google Home Services is active in Philadelphia, a lot of the markets in California. I've got a complete list that I'll be sharing with you as we go through today's presentation. But This is Google Home Services right here, this area above the fold. And they've changed this a number of times. I'm kind of happy with how it ended up or how how it appears to have ended up because what we have is Google Home Services at the top, followed by pay-per-click listings, followed by the Google Maps, and then organic results. So that's really a positive outcome in that they didn't just eliminate uh, Google Maps because there was a time where Home Services was actually – a replacement for Google maps in, um, in a lot of the search results we were seeing in their beta market which is San Francisco. So this is home services up here. You can see it shows up above the fold. It's the very first thing you see even above the pay-per-click listings and you see three companies. Um, and that's really all they're doing. And there's a couple elements that I want to point out. Uh, the first is phone number right on the ad and that's a tracked number by Google. So it's not your company number, it's Google's tracking number so that they can track how many people are actually requesting service via this home services platform. From there, there's another thing that stands out, and that's this Google Guaranteed Program. And I'm going to be talking about what that is and how it works. But um, it, it's ultimately Google saying, if you hire one of the companies through Google Home Services, you'll have a satisfaction guaranteed b- backed by us where you know, we'll cover it. So that's kind of their play. They're thinking, you know what? Why would somebody want to book through home services versus just going direct or trying to book it through um, some other uh, service like home Advisor or Anche's List or even Amazon Home Services? And so they're saying, look, let's give a Google guarantee. So they, they, this is kind of what a consumer sees in the markets where Google Home Services is active. And then they have the opportunity to go click on a listing and get additional details. So... You'll see once I did that, there's more than three companies. There's a variety of companies right now in Philadelphia playing in Google Home Services. But as the consumer, I clicked on Zoom Drain in this particular instance, and I got to a, a listing that shares some additional details, right? I'm able to see their online reviews. I'm able to see an overview of their company. I'm able to see this whole thing about Google guaranteed. And then I can either call or request additional details. And one nuance that's kind of interesting on this, is that when you click send additional details, you'll notice Google's kind of prompting you to enter additional companies. So it's saying choose at least you know, two to three companies. So they don't want to just have you go direct. They want you to shop around and they want you to get quotes from a variety of different companies. So I'm just going to kind of walk you through this process in case you've never experienced it. Uh, you know, The customer will put in their zip code And then there's a bunch of information. And I think this is something that's going to prevent people from using home services to submit web requests but really be more apt to pick up a phone and call into the office. And that's kind of what we're seeing at this point. People are more apt to call than to fill out these forms. But this is the process Google is sending people through, right? they got to choose what they're looking to do. So let's just say unclog the drain, um, hit refine results. And then it kind of cleans up and makes sure that, that the companies presented through home services provide that list of services. So you have the option to choose. I'll do drains, but I won't do repiping. You know, for instance, if that was on the dropdown. And so if they hit refine, then you drop out of that out of that particular result. Um, but really, again, Google is trying to push you to say, choose three companies. And once you do that, takes you to another page, ask for even more details. Um, I will say. Um, they spent a lot of time thinking about a lot of different variations because every one of these steps prompts a whole different sequence of questions. So they've tried to drill it down. Uh, we'll talk about where I think they're going with this, but they've tried to drill it down so that regardless of what service you want, um, you're going to wind up answering the questions that the contractor needs in order to quote you. Um, you know, trying to trying to eliminate this whole get to the home and get upsold rather you know very clear on what you need so that they can they can provide you the estimate directly over the phone. I'm not saying that's good for you as the as the owner of a plumbing or HVAC business. I'm just trying to explain the process and how it works so you know they've got one block drain, it's a kitchen sink um, it's a residence you know no additional details and backed up drain I want to do it today or within the next week, and then I'm ready to hire them, right? So these are all pre-qualification questions that, that Google's gathering through home services to determine you know, whether that person's ready to make a call and become a lead. But um, I feel like this is a lot of questions the average consumer doesn't want necessarily to have to answer. Um, then it takes you to a screen where you're able to choose you know, whether you need help, now, a day to two, flexible, um, enter your details, and press submit. And so once that... That request is submitted as a customer. Um, the lead will then be distributed to you and all of the other people that that it goes to. So that's the that's the um, the process for leveraging Google Home services as a as a customer. Um, Here's some markets where we're seeing active. So I used Philadelphia. We type in San Diego plumber. I spell it right you'll see again it's it's here it's it's really active in a lot of the markets in um in california so that's what google home services is uh, again they're really trying to control the customer interaction so they're dialing a track number which is something that they can control they're submitting a form that that they can control the outcome and really track whether it's a lead or not the so google track number uh, the google guarantee um Really is all, is all around making sure that the customer feels confident that no matter who they choose through Google Home Services, they're going to be covered. And the way they do that is that they take you, the contractor, through a a deep vetting process. I'll pull up some of the screens that explain what that vetting process is, how the background works. Um, but, um, but I, I think it's a pretty interesting distinction. The whole, the whole guarantee that they're offering. And then they take the customer through these steps in order to, to request a quote. So, so where is it active, right? So we, we looked at California and Philadelphia. Um, we know right now in California that it's active in San Francisco. That's the, the beta market, kind of the San Francisco Bay Area, um, San Diego, Los Angeles, San Jose, Anaheim, and a bunch of other markets in California. Not all markets, but a lot of the larger markets. Um, it has recently gone live in Pennsylvania, um, in Philadelphia specifically, and that's just over the last three weeks or so. That's when we, we really raised our radar and said, hey, they're, they're not just testing this anymore. They're starting to roll it out. And, you know, very soon, uh, because we have clients in these markets or we've heard through the grapevine, uh, Atlanta, Phoenix, New York, New Jersey are, are coming on literally within the next couple of weeks. So this is something that, that is very aggressively happening um, and, and Google's running with it. So why, why would Google do this, right? They've got their search engine, they're providing good results. Why would Google even want to get involved in this process? And really I believe it's about tapping into the $1. $174 billion home service industry. So right now it's specifically plumbing, HVAC, locksmiths. But I think they're thinking this can apply to just about all, uh, all industries. And they want to, they want to capitalize on some of the revenue that Angie's List and Home Advisor and even uh, Amazon Home Services are starting to generate. Um, and so that's why they're doing it. They also see that they can get a a much larger dollar per lead as opposed to click. So right now, the way they make their money through the search engine is all pay per click, right? You type in, uh, Atlanta AC repair and there's a bunch of companies bidding on those terms. They get paid when somebody clicks it. Um, Now they can get paid for every time a lead is actually generated. Um, And I believe, and I'll be talking about this, there may be some future potential ideas that Google has in mind outside of just charging per lead that they think uh, can really help them tap in to this big, big, uh, big market. I'm just pulling up the chat. Jeff is saying they're doing it because they're greedy. And um, we do plumbing uh, is asking Will Google Home Services hit the UK market? Hard to say. I know that they're aggressively rolling it out in the United States. I would think if it's a success, um, they may be going that path in the not too distant future. So that really leads us to how's this gonna impact the search results, right? It used to just be paid ads along the top and along the sides. There are Google Map listings and then organic listings. And then Google scrapped the side and they just did paid ads on the top, Google Map listings, and organic listings and now it's becoming a lot more dynamic than that right in the areas where there's home services we've got the google home ads we've got google adwords um we've got google my business or google maps and then we've got the organic listings and really i guess the the point i want to illustrate in this particular area is that you have to be paying attention to how you're showing up in search and how this is going to impact the way that you show up in search. So on desktop, it's it's not that huge, right? And here we've got home services at the top, we've got the, the pay-per-click listings, uh, we've got the map listings, and then we've got the organic. Um, and it doesn't dominate the whole screen. Now, however, if we pull up this same result on, on a mobile phone, and we're finding almost 60 to 70% of visitors in need of plumbing and HVAC services are searching from their phone, right? So now this same search, and this is kind of a crude representation of it because I'm using uh, a simulator. This is how it kind of pulls up on a, on a mobile phone. So I typed in Philadelphia plumber and what's at the very top above the fold? So I had, I don't have to pinch my screen. The only thing I'm seeing is home services at the very top and then pay per click ads. So this is, you know, somebody said because they're greedy. Um, this is uh, all money for for Google, right? And if you're not playing in the pay-per-lead arena or in the pay-per-click arena, you're going to be missing out on a lot of the search. You have to have a paid component to what you're doing uh, because you can't trust that your customers are going to scroll all the way down the page, right? And I say that with, with a caveat, and that caveat is there are still a lot of people that access the access the internet, they understand that these are paid ads for whatever reason, and they're gonna still scroll right to the map listings, right to the organic listings. I mean, statistically, the percentage is something like 70, 75% of users, even on mobile phones, are scrolling down to the non-paid listings. I think that's gonna continue, but Google's really trying to make it more overt and in their face to make it easy to choose a paid option and 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 try to give them more reasons to click a paid option, right? Which is what this Google guarantee is all about. We've pre vetted the companies. We know that they're good. And as a matter of fact, um, we're gonna we're gonna warrant them and say that you're completely safe. Um, so be aware that that's how the search results are looking in these markets. And this very well could be the direction that that it's headed. So let's talk a little bit about how, how Google Home Services works, right? So now we know what it is, kind of know how it how it interfaces with a customer. We know how it changes the way uh, Google Home Services looks in the search results. But at the most basic level, you have to be invited in order to join Google Home Services in a market that, that is available, right? And there are some options, and I'm going to share this with you towards the end of the presentation, so stick with me, on how you can enter yourself into the early waiting list, Kind of be prepared, um, you know, so that at least when they do go into a market, you're on their list of companies, the shortlist at the beginning, as opposed to having to wait for them to track you down. Uh, Once Google decides, okay, you're you're a fit and um, you're in the market that they're in, they're going to run a a background check on you and your employees. So they run a license check, they run a, a background check, and it's relatively detailed through Pinkerton Consulting. They make sure that you've got proper insurance. Um, and so, this is good in a lot of regards because it, it kind of makes it harder for the non-licensed guys that get business. Makes it harder for the the men that might be sticking their nose in a trade where they're not licensed. So, if we're looking for silver lining, because I know a lot of people on the boards um, are are crying the blues, you know, oh, this is going to kill our business, this is going to kill the industry. You know, let's be positive. Let's look at you know how this can actually be a positive thing in the long term instead of a short term. And think about how you can capitalize on it as opposed to uh, worry and and be stressed out about it. So um, straight from Google, they're saying if your business is invited to participate in home service ads pilot, every employee, independent contractor, temporary worker, contingent worker, vendor, or other worker who visits a customer location must complete a background check. So... Pretty much everybody on your team, if you're going to play the way that Google wants you to play, is going to have to have this background check through Pinkerton. Now, the good news is they pay for the background checks. You're not like shelling out dollars every time, um, every time you you try and add a new employee so that you can remain on home services. But that's, that's what they're doing, right? They want to make sure they've got quality companies and really quality technicians going into the home so that they can provide a great experience for the customer. But at the same time, they can also feel confident providing that that money-back guarantee. Once approved and and it's active in your market, you're going to pay on a per-lead basis in order to to get the leads from Google Home Services. And what we're seeing is that cost per lead somewhere between $25 and $45 per lead uh, at this moment in time. So, like in Philadelphia, I believe it's about $35. Um, In other markets, I've seen it at like $25. And I say that so you have an idea where it's at right now, but I fully expect those prices to shift over time. So potentially more, right? Probably uh, potentially an auction process, which is how Google likes to operate, right? They like to let the market dictate how much something is worth. So there's an outside chance it it goes in that direction. And then you're getting charged for the phone calls that come in as well as the, the web forms. So it's kind of like you know, you're going to pay for the lead, assuming it's a legitimate lead. And so, one question that Mike just asked is, when the leads come in, do they go to you or several contractors? So the answer is, it could be either. Um, as you saw on that platform, they've got a phone number that they can call. If they choose you, um, you know, right out of the list, then they're they're coming to you directly, and you paid for that lead. Um, if they go through the process that that I think Google's trying to get them to do. Where they fill out the form and they choose one or two contractors, it's going to both of those companies. And so that's that's the way the process works. Um, Nick's saying, "Can you explain the cost in more depth? Do we pay per call, per web form, the same?" And answer is yes, you pay the, you pay the same whether it's a call or a web form as it sits to now, uh, based on my understanding of it. Um, you're only going to pay one. So if if it's the same guy that calls you and sits submits a form that's going to be one lead. And they've got a pretty good process where they're, they're syncing it up to a web app as well as an application they want you to run on your phone where you're able to see all your leads. You're able to get, you know, kind of quantify that it's a legitimate job that's been booked through through the app um, so you can quantify the return on investment. Mike says it's a little bit like service magic. And yes, it, it's a lot like, like what was service magic and today is home advisor. I think this is Google's, you know, complete domination of home advisor and saying, look, we're going to do our own home advisor. I could, I could be wrong. Um, you're right. A lot of those leads are, are tire kickers because they didn't get a chance to to research you, to choose you, to understand why you're special and why you're unique. Um, so I'm not saying these are the highest quality leads you're going to ever get, but they're coming from the number one place your customers are looking, which is Google. That's where the lion's share of plumbing HVAC customers go when they need service. And so, you know, while while Home Advisor has been really bad, some of the the source pool where they grab their leads is also bad, right? Like somewhere on the second or third page in organic search, um, and and the the messaging on it is very much you know get three bids, get your lowest cost. Where um, this might be a little bit different, but yeah, you're right. There are some a lot of parallels to this, and and um, and Home Advisor service magic type service. So how are you charged? Really, the way it breaks down is Google's going to have you set up a weekly budget that limits the total number of leads you'll receive in any given week. So it's a weekly budget. And so if we just kind of do some math on this, if you've got a $2,000 budget that you're willing to put into Google Home Services, that breaks down to about $500 per week, uh, which is $71 per day. So if your average cost per lead is $35 and that's what they're charging you, and that number again is going to fluctuate. It may be more, it may be different in your market even right out of the gates. But let's say that was it, then you'd have 57 leads per month, 14 leads per week, two leads per day. And once your weekly budget of $500 is spent, you'll come out of the results. So if you've got budget and there are leads coming in, you stay up in the search. If the budget, 500 bucks, let's say that's it goes away, you fall out. So there, there may be a little bit of a rotation and you could get a a different number of leads day to day, but really they're going to set it up when you never spend more than your designated weekly budget. So I I guess this would be a good stop point for questions because I have a bunch of comments coming in. Um, And so Eric's saying, do you see nextdoor.com entering into this market as well? Um, I, I mean, I think it's a totally different thing. So I don't. I don't really believe that, that um, that's similar here. But they they might get into the the paper lead type of type of stuff. Let's see, Mike's saying, we did service magic and we spent so much time on the phone running around and chasing dead leads. Yeah, yeah, and, and enough yeah, said. If you if you look at our digital dominance method, you know I've got paper lead services and that's local plumber and home advisor. At the very end, right? You 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 want to show up where your customers are looking. But it's not the highest quality lead. Again, I'm going to encourage you to test this out because it's Google and it's at the top of the search results. But, um, but yes, the paper lead model has historically been really bad leads that didn't generate great return on investment. Um, and then it's important to note you have the ability to, um, to dispute the leads. So it, as in anything else, you're going to get bad leads that come in. And so you need the opportunity to say, Hey, wait, I got to call BS here. This is not a legitimate lead. This was a solicitor that called me off that number. So I shouldn't have to pay for that lead. And so they do have a process. It really, I think they're trying to automate it through the app. So ideally they want you to either have it on your desktop or in the app that they're really pushing you to use, where you can go in and just hit hit a button and dispute it. And then they've got their team uh, there to, to look at the, at the lead and help you determine whether it is or isn't. And, uh, directly from the the Google uh, helps section here, um, what you can dispute would be solicitation spam service calls outside your service area and services that you don't offer because you didn't have it in your profile. So if any of those types of leads come in, you do have the ability to tell Google through the platform, this wasn't a lead I shouldn't get charged for it. And so, um, and so you don't have to worry about paying for a bunch of dead leads. Now, a lot of you say, I did it with Home Advisor and they said the same, and I chased down a bunch of, you know, I had to have like a monthly process where I disputed 60% of the leads, and they only gave me back 20%. Um, You know, that notwithstanding, there at least is some type of process here to, to dispute bad leads. So the other big question that usually comes up, and was really on my mind, is how does the ranking process work, right? If there are, going backwards, if there are, only three companies that are showing up in the Google Home Services section, um, and there's hundreds of plumbing companies in each market that want to show up probably in the three-pack or in that top three listings, how's the ranking process going to work? Um, and, again, this isn't given by Google, but my belief is that it's it's really going to be based on budget, obviously. You know, if you, if you only got $2,000 a month and they're breaking that down by week, You're going to have up and down and it's going to not really matter that much. But assuming you had unlimited budget to play Google Home Services as aggressively as possible and show up all the time, I would think the ones with the most reviews are going to rank higher. And that's not just a hypothesis. I've looked at a bunch of the markets where it's active and I've seen that be the way that it's played out. So, for instance, in Philadelphia, um, if you look at, at this, and I'll pull up a live one after this, But if you look at that second page, um, the number one spot was held by Roto-Rooter in the far left. They had 194 reviews in their Google listing. Uh, Zoom Drain had 120 reviews, guaranteed 36 reviews. Mr. Rooter, 18 reviews, and Extreme Plumbing, seven reviews. So in this case, they really just stacked it by Google reviews. So I don't believe outside reviews are coming into play like they used to for Google map rankings. I believe it's literally just how many Google reviews do you have, assuming you have the budget, and then ordered by that way. So I'm gonna pull up an actual live review of this so you guys can see it. So how did I get this information? If I come back to my search result for Philadelphia Plumber, right, we got Roto-Rooter one, Zoom Drain two, guaranteed three. I just say, let's go look, when I click on roto Router over here, they've got 194 reviews. When I click on Zoom Drain, they've got 120 reviews. When I click on Guaranteed, they've got 36 reviews. So that, that just goes to tell you that reviews is going to be a big element for how you rank in-home services. And so you need to make sure you've got a proactive effort to provide outstanding customer service to really exceed customer expectations, but then leverage the tools that are in this industry to send an email after the service call, thank them for their business, send them a direct link to write a review and uh, and build up those online reviews on, on Google. Now, the app is gonna be driving some of that as well. And, and Google's gonna have a mechanism where if they did book through um, that, that scheduler, um, they're gonna be requesting feedback, right? And your feedback, good or bad, is gonna determine how well you you rank In in Google Home Services, Uh, there was a section in one of the help articles about, you know, the Google guarantee and how, uh, you know, how they can do that. And there's something that basically states if you get a lot of negative feedback, um, they'll probably take you out of Google Home Services, regardless of how much you're willing to spend. So providing a great customer experience and exceeding customer expectations is going to be critical on this front. So let me see. I had a couple questions. So I'm going to go back to that previous slide. Oops. So let's see. Joe's asking, "What about refunds? Home Advisor was bad. Um, does for bad leads? Yeah, same thing. So there's a process where you can say it was a bad lead, and they either credit your account or they or they just don't charge you for that particular lead. Um, Jason says, "You may. Thanks for joining us, Jason." Um, you may have covered this, but we have the ability to set schedule for when home advisor ads run similar to Google Ads, similar to pay-per-click. So yeah, it's a great point. I, I, didn't cover it. So you have the ability to say, look, I want to be up there and pay per leads when I'm available. So I'm available and my, you know, my team is available to be dispatched between 9am and 6pm. We don't take calls on Saturday. Um, so why buy leads on Saturday or Sunday if you don't have the ability to serve the job? So it's a, good, it's a good distinction. You don't want to be paying for leads in times when you can't handle it. So Karen says, I read that Google Home Service reviews will be different than regular Google reviews. Is that accurate? If you stop using Google Home Services, what happens to your Google Home Service reviews? It's a great, it's a great question. I've heard the same kind of through the, um, through the different boards and the different things I've read. Um, I, can't, I can't substantiate that or, or say that it's not true. All I know is right now, um, Google's pulling in your actual reviews that are on Google My Business to determine your, your baseline. Um, and from what I've seen at one of our clients that's using it, the reviews that they're getting through the platform are still filtering down to Google My Business. And so it's showing is their total Google My Business reviews in the same, in the same platform. Um, that might change. It might not work like that in every case. I might have misunderstood it. But as I've as I seen it, that's, that's how it works and if i get updated information along those lines i'll be sure to let everybody know so mike's asking um how would you get reviews for home services and um it's a great question um so there's going to be an app that that google uses and so if the review if the service comes through their their platform and then you you, you do the whole thing through the platform um ideally they're going to have some type of process to solicit the review uh, i think you should be using the best tools that are available in the industry to to do this. And so some of the best tools in the industry are Nearby Now, Review Buzz, um, Customer Lobby, whatever it is, just make sure that you've got a process where you're thanking the customer, you're leaving them a card, you're planting the scene, hey, look, I'd love it if you write us a review after the service. Um, And then you're sending an email, sending them to a place where they can write a review. And, And nowadays, probably you want that review on Google more than anywhere else especially as it relates to this, if, if what we're seeing here holds true, that he who has the most Google reviews wins the day. So good, good questions, guys. And keep them coming, right? I, I love the interaction, um, and I definitely want you guys to keep keep asking questions. So Nick's saying, it looked like you could only receive a service request if your company had been verified by Google or the Google Guaranteed Checkmark. That's right, Nick. So, in order to be on Google Home services, you have to be you have to be verified. And so, Google takes you through a verification, background check process, um, and then you get that Google guaranteed uh, verification, and then you're on the platform, and you can start getting these types of leads. Okay. So, how do how do you get started with Google Home services? Like now that you know what it is, um, the good news and the bad news. So The bad news is it's by invitation only. So ideally, Google's out there kind of looking at the companies that are good, that have reviews on Google, and and they're inviting them. Um, And you have to be in a market where Google already is operating home services or is about to offer Google Home Services. So that's that's the bad news. The good news is, is that you can add yourself to the home services waiting list. And so there's a link here. And I'll put it in chat at the end of the meeting and I'll send it out afterwards. But you go to that link and it takes you to a page like this. It says, hey, you want to be on home services? Give us your information, right? And you type in your business name and where you're at, your website address. And somebody from Google reaches out to you to get you you started. Um, I've seen where this process works really quickly. I've seen other times where you send it and it's just crickets. So really, this is the only tool that you have in your arsenal to... Get yourself early access to the to the table, right? So that you're, you're on the waiting list, ready to go when Google is ready for you. So where's all this headed, right? And I've got my crystal ball out because, I you know, nobody knows for a fact. But if we're just thinking about where this could go, um, first of all, right now, you're paying on a flat per lead basis, right? Um, somewhere between $25 and $45 per lead. Uh, which isn't isn't too bad, although it is going to multiple providers, so that average cost per is a little bit higher, but you could probably live with that and do pretty well and be pretty profitable with it out of the gates, Uh, assuming they're good leads that can be converted, all of those things being equal. Um, However, it wouldn't be a stretch to imagine that Google is going to move this to an auction process similar to Google AdWords. So potentially, um, rather than $25 per lead or $50 per lead. Google says, let the highest bidder get the lead, right? So maybe some guy's super aggressive and he goes $70 per lead. So he gets the first spot. And the guy that says 75, he gets the second spot. That is not how it works today. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's how they built the Google AdWords auction process. They're big fans of letting the market dictate how much something is worth. And so how do they maximize uh, stakeholder holder value: How do they maximize their returns? Um, letting an auction ensue, and so there, uh, there's. I don't think it's too big of a stretch to think that that's possible. So if that did happen, the good news is kind of like with Google AdWords in the early days, you could you could spend two dollars a lead, a, a click, for for certain for a lot of words, and it was super profitable. Uh, however, as, as things were on, and it became more competitive, we all know. A lot of times we're paying $17, $19, $20 per lead, uh, per click on Google AdWords. So it can get kind of out of hand. So we'll see where that takes us. The other thing that I'm really probably a little bit more concerned about for the industry is whether they're thinking they can Uberize the plumbing and HVAC industry and attempt to take a percentage of each job. And so this is something I've heard talked about. um, You know, Uber basically displaced the, the, the taxi cab service, you know, a yellow cab, right? You go on an app, you say you need a driver. There's a bunch of people standing by with an app in their pocket that says, hey, somebody right next to you needs a driver. The first person that clicks it chooses the, chooses the house and drives up and picks the guy up. And, it, and it's, it's worked pretty well. Um, I'm not saying that the plumbing HVAC industry is this simple. I don't advocate for this. I don't think it's a good idea. But I think Google might be thinking, hey, what if we did that? Can we take 20% of a $175 billion a year industry? Um, and if so, are they potentially using home services to figure out what the average cost per lead is, how much these jobs are worth, so that at some point they can say, hey, rather than just taking a cost per lead, could we let somebody choose a technician, let them pay right through Google checkout, and then take 20% of the job? Um, that's something I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about how that impacts the quality of service um, that that homeowners get, and how that impacts the uh, you know plumbing, and HVAC business owners. Again, this is just my crystal ball. This isn't how it works. Um, this may never be how it works. But you know, thinking outside the box, that's potentially where it could, could go. Um, okay, so Susan, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Susan says Google Home Services teams says that reviews. On home, ser- on home services are different and they may be weighed more heavily than Google My Business reviews for rankings. Good information, Susan. So I guess that's the case. Your, your reviews are going to be different if they're in Google Home Services, as opposed to Google My Business. Then going forward, the Google Home Services um, advisor will get a request to do a review on the, ho- on the home services platform. So you have to link directly to the home services profile which can send people, which you can send people out via email. So there's Susan correcting me on this. She's got a little bit of insider track on this particular topic. So good information. Um, the the reviews that you get then will be um, different if I'm understanding what she's saying here. I'll pull this over. So they're going to be ranked heavily, more heavily than Google My Business reviews, and you can import them over to Google My Business. To get started. Then going forward, the customer will be using, um, home, home services will get a request to, to, do a review through that particular platform. So that's the app I've been talking about. They really want to keep it, I guess, all inside that platform. So that's a, that's a great distinction. Thank you very much for, for clarifying that. So again, that's where, where it could happen. That's where it could go. Um, what should you do now based on what you know about Google home services? Well, the first thing you should do is decide whether you want to play the game, um, whether you even want to be seated at the table. Um, If so, you should get yourself invited to the party, and this link takes you straight to the page where you can add yourself to that early consideration list. So you should do that one way or the other. Um, As soon as Google gets back to you, you should get your background checks completed so that you can get added into the process. Um, Then what I really recommend is to put the right tracking in place. So whether you're using Service Titan or some other platform, make sure that you're tracking how much did you spend in Google Home Services, how many leads, and really more importantly, how much revenue was generated. The return on investment is there, fantastic, continue to play, but at least you'll know the metrics and you can make business decisions based on that. The other thing I really recommend is that you be sure that you're building a brand and a client base that knows you. Think of it as the foot in the door strategy, right? So you're buying leads on Google Home Services and the customer's coming to you and they're choosing you. Create such a great customer experience. Send them follow-up. Create a real lifetime customer. That way, the next time they need plumbing, HVAC, or whatever it is that you do, they're not going back to Google and searching again. They're coming straight to your company. I think the companies that do that and start to build lifetime customer value, leveraging this platform can do really well, but those of you that just kind of live off the leads that Google throws you are going to wind up um, in a game where you're the lowest cost provider, competing against all the other lower cost provider, and and not really being able to be as profitable uh, long term as you could, so really focus on that, building the client base, make the customer experience better than ever, and build a brand that's recognized, so you're the chosen provider instead of just some random guy that came to the house and was one of the lowest prices. And then continue to play the game as long as the return on investment is there, right? I say this with any advertising you do, if you've got the right metrics and you're spending a dollar and you're getting three to five dollars in return, you should keep spending that dollar, right? Um, and, and if it's working, continue to work it. And so always remember, it's it's just another piece of your overall internet marketing strategy. So yes, Google's changing their algorithm. They're going to constantly change the algorithm. They're going to introduce new things. But you need to have a comprehensive internet marketing strategy that positions you in all the places your, com- your customers are looking um, and gets customers coming to you pre-positioned to buy. So that's where this digital dominance method really comes into play, right? Having a strong website, making sure that it's got great content that positions you as the, as the go-to company, that you've got a strategy to get online reviews from your real customers in your true service area, and that you're leveraging the best tools in order to build your reputation, online reviews, both on Google Home Services, Google Maps, and across the web. And so really think about all of the different things that you should be doing with Google Home Services just being one of the pieces of that overall puzzle. And so if you'd like some help from us on how you can implement the big picture into your company, we'd love the opportunity to talk with you. Um, You can call us at 866 610 4647 We'll do a complete review of your website, your online rankings, your pay-per-click campaign, and really help you identify whether there's room for improvement and how you can move the needle in your business. So I'm not closing the webinar here by any, by any stretch. Um, I am here for your questions. Um, so don't jump off the line. Sometimes the question and answers that happen after the, the core content is over is the most powerful stuff. So hang with me. Um, all of the information that I have on home services will be published at plumberseo.net slash home services. Don't go there yet. That's not all there. I'm gonna be putting this, the slides from this presentation, and then I'll be updating on a consistent basis as new information comes out. We'll be posting it on Google, plumberseo.net slash home services. So let me open it up for for Q and A. And let's see what we have. Jeff says, can we have the invite link? Yes, let me get that for you. And that will be on this this page, plummerseo.net slash home services. And are there any other questions while we're doing this? Let's see. Karen's saying, Karen, thanks for joining us. Um, when the client contact information, will the client contact information be direct client info and/or an email address by message, by Google? And can only reach client via the platform. Well, if they call you directly, um, you'll have you'll have access to their contact information, obviously via that. Um, but from what I understand, Google does want you to keep it housed inside of their inside of their platform. So, so yes. But you, eventually, you'll get the contact information. Um, you you have ways to circumvent them, but they don't want you to do that. So be careful. You might be able to say, Hey, I've got the guy's number. I know he called me through this platform, um, and think you're going to write it over here. And and just call them, but um, don't do that because you might wind up getting kicked off the platform if Google catches you. So that, that's a good question. Um, Tracy, what's up? Uh, thanks for joining us. Tracy says, um, are you going to be able to help clients with this? Absolutely. Yeah, that's why I invited you and, and, and our entire client base as well as uh, potential customers. Um, because, yes, we want you to know what home services is. We want to make sure that you're okay with us adding you to the early registration list um, and then, with your blessing, help to get you guys on this and facilitate it. So, so absolutely. And options for joining uh, your account manager, if you say, you know, say, hey, we want to do it, uh, we'll we'll get you added to the early waiting list right away. Ron, what's up, man? Thanks for joining us. Ron's saying, would you recommend asking for Google reviews on ReviewBuzz? Um, asking only for Google reviews. I'm in New Jersey, and yeah, of course. So, not necessarily, right? So, if you're requesting reviews through Home, uh, through Review Buzz or Nearby Now or whatever platform, um, you want to let them choose the platform that they're most comfortable with. So, some people want to use Angie's List. Some people want to use Yelp. Some people have Google profiles, and they'll write a Google review. So, better, you know, some of the newer technology that's coming out is becoming more intelligent and saying, what's the email address that was entered by the customer? What's the customer's email? And based on that, let's figure out, do they have a propensity to have a Google account? Um, And there's some algorithms that can run that can figure that out. So I wouldn't try and pigeonhole people just into Google reviews. Um, I would would use the technology but also kind of let people gravitate to the system that's most comfortable for them, Uh, With the caveat that you want it to be a public review, ideally, you know, these reviews that you get behind iron fences aren't nearly as valuable as a public review on a site like Google or Yelp or something along those lines, even though Yelp reviews, if you send a link to a Yelp review on most platforms, Yelp will will filter those reviews. So, Johnny's saying, do you have a price plan built already for handling home services? So as a client, Donnie, will take care of it for you. Um, you know, logistically, it's a matter of getting you to the waiting list, making sure that it's a market that's available for home services and helping, helping to make sure that the Google rep contacts you. And then they, they take it from there for the most part. Right? They'll make sure that your background process goes through. Uh, it's just a matter of, of kind of helping to make you aware of the platform, um, kind of guide you through the process at some level, and make sure that you, you're taking advantage of this opportunity and, and potential threat and that, you know, Google may be moving the organic results down the page a little bit. All right, so. So um, Tisa says, Tisa, how are you? Um, so Google Home Services would be better for a large company than a startup company. Not necessarily. Um, I think Google ultimately likes to cater to the smaller companies, but, you um, but, yeah, I mean, they're looking at online reviews. So if you're a startup and you don't have any reviews and you're in a market with companies that have hundreds and hundreds of reviews, um, you might have a challenge um, getting, you know, in the top three, uh, but you should still try, right? You should definitely still try. But Tiffany says, why is it that we pay for after-hours calls as well as estimates if Google Home Services is encouraging customers to go to three companies. Why is it that we pay for the after-hour calls? So on, on Google Home Services specifically, um, you have the ability to set your set your hours. So you don't necessarily have to do after hours calls. Um, I would say there's probably a lot of people that pull out of after hours leads. So you know if you have the ability to, to man those jobs and to answer the leads and follow up and follow through, Um, they're probably going to be a higher close rate if you have the capacity and the tenacity to go after the leads for those after hours calls. Okay. Let's see. Any, any other questions? Let's see. Let's see. So Joe says, from my perspective, the lowest quote gets the job, um, You know, there might be, there might be some truth to that, right? Um, ideally, that's not going to be the case, but all other things being equal, you've got three companies that are on the first page that Google has pre-vetted, has eliminated the risk, right? Because they're saying they're going to provide a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Um, that being the case, who do you choose? You probably choose the, the cheapest one. So that's why you need to make sure that you're positioning yourself as the go-to company and figuring out things you can do that differentiate you from the competition. So so yeah I mean it, it that that part of it is a little bit of a of a concerning trend, right? So lots of great questions here. If I missed any of you guys, I apologize because there are still good questions here. Um but we're we're at about the, the hour mark. Uh, again if if you want to download resources and stay abreast of the latest information, go to plumberseo.net slash home services and/or you can call us to schedule a time to talk about this and your overall strategy, 866 610 4647 Looks like the seven came off the end. Or just go straight to plumberseo.net slash schedule the schedule a time. And I'm going to get that link um, for you guys that have stuck with me. we've still got a bunch of people on the call. So I'm going to stick around. If you have questions, keep popping them into the box, and I'll address them as we go. But um, let me, in chat, I'm going to take this link. So this link going to take you straight to that page where you can add yourself to the list. And let's see, let's see. Web chat. So you should get a little pop-up right now with, um, with a link to that early access. Um, any other questions, any other thoughts before we wrap this up today? I think that, that's it. So we can close it out. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you got great value from this session. You're more clear on what Google Home Services is, how it works, where it's active, um, whether you want to get involved or not. Um, you know, We're here to serve you. We're here to help you grow your plumbing or HVAC business to the next level. So feel free to reach out. Call us at 866 866- 866 610-4647 thanks so much for your time and we'll talk to you on our next our next session